Yamaraj now knows that Nachiketa is fit to receive Brahma knowledge or Atma Gyan. Yamaraj in the following verses says that at every moment man is surrounded by two kinds of choices. One is Shreya that is good or preferable and the other is pleasant or prayer. Everyone has a free will to choose one of these two paths. Most people choose the prayer or pleasant because pleasant is pleasing but they don't realize that it ends in pain. Take the example of a small child. He wants to play all the time, isn't it? But you as a parent tell him to study, which is Shreya and good for him. But the child, given a choice, is unable to distinguish between the two and chooses the pleasant or prayer. Shreyascha prayascha manushya metahatau Samparitaya vivinakti dhiraha Shreyo hi dhiro bhi prayaso vrinite Prayo mando yogakshemad vrinite Such choices of Shreya and prayer come to us in mixed forms. Thus, an unwise person is unable to see the difference. But a wise person, after thinking deeply over the two choices, can separate the two and select the Shreya, the good, the preferable or the righteous path. But an unwise man lacks this discrimination and selects what is pleasurable, that is prayer. Let me share a simple example here. When you see a piece of cake kept before you, it tempts you. Just like Yamraj was tempting Nachiketa with all the gifts. You give in to the temptation and choose the prayer, the pleasant and eat that cake. Later on, you realize it was not good or shreya for you. But now what is done is done. All those calories and sugar have settled inside you. Similarly, temptations come to us every day in different ways and forms. We are sometimes so caught in them that we are unable to distinguish between right and wrong, shreya and prayer. Who prevents us from choosing the good? It is our own lack of understanding, our own aviveg or agyan. Someone has rightly said that good comes to a person who chooses the good. But he who chooses the pleasant can never find God. Please try to apply these two verses in your daily life. Think deeply about the good and the pleasant before taking any of your decisions. You will see that step by step, you are making yourself ready for Atma Gyan. This is exactly how we can work upon our karma and make a tremendous change in the vibrations around us. Kathu Upanishad, Chapter 1, Section 2, Shlok Number 3 Satvam Priyan Priyarupamscha Kaman Abhidhyayan Nachiketo Tyasrakshiha 
नैतामं श्रृंकामं वित्तमायिम अवाप्तो यस्यामजंती बहवो मनुष्याह इन दिस वर्स यमराज इज अप्रिशिएटिंग द विजडम ऑफ नचिकेता He says you o nachiketa had two choices before you you wanted to have the knowledge of life after death in exchange of that boon i offered you all the pleasures of worldly life many sons grandsons wealth and whatever you could ever wish for in this world of maya but you like a wise man pondered upon the shreya and prayer and rejected the pleasant the prayer you must have felt in nachiketa the hunger for eternal you and i will die one day everything that exists today will die some day nothing you see here is timeless Nachiketa here is shown to be a true seeker who hungers for the real the eternal in which he can find real satisfaction joy anand Katha Upanishad chapter 1 section 2 shlok Four and five. In the following two shlokas, Yamraj continues to talk about vidya and avidya, shreyas and prayas, and how one can make oneself fit and ready to receive the deeper knowledge of self and the secret of life after death. दूर मेते विपरीते विशुचि अविद्या च विद्येती ज्ञाता विद्याभीपसिनम नचिकेत सम्मन्ये न त्वा कामा बहवो लोलुपन्तः दीस टू विद्या विजडम और श्रेयस एंड अविद्या आल्सो नोन एज ignorance and prayers are wide apart and lead to different results i have seen that you onachiketa are eager for wisdom even many desirable pleasures i tempted you with did not distract you from your path you chose the shreyas thus i consider you fit and wise to receive atmagyan the knowledge of self avidyayam antare vartmanah swayam dhirah panditam mannemanah dandramayamanah paryanti murah andhe nev niyamana yathandhah people who consider themselves learned and wise may not necessarily be so when they advise other people it's like one blind man showing the way to other blind men we all may be at the same level of learning so the first step towards acquiring knowledge is the acceptance that i am ignorant even in bhagavad gita shri krishna is ready to impart knowledge to arjun only after arjun realizes and accepts that he is unable to find answers on his own that he is ignorant he completely surrenders to shri krishna and that is when his path to enlightenment begins We all need to be like Arjun realizing that we are ignorant we cannot see the real nature of things only with this realization the light of wisdom will start creeping in within us
कठोपनिषद चैप्टर वन सेक्शन टू श्लोक सिक्स एंड सेवन न सांपराय प्रतिभाति बालम प्रमाद्वंत वित्तमोहेन्मूम अयम लोको नास्ती पर पुनः पुनर्वर्ष मापद्यते मे Now in this shlok Yamraj is explaining that it is very difficult for people to understand what is beyond death If you see in the first line samparaya samparaya means crossing over to the other part Second line in the second line pramadvantam with mohen mudham with means wealth moh means attachment and mudham means ignorant so the ignorant person is attached to wealth ayam loko nasti he thinks that this is the only world lok is world ayam this is the only nasti par itimani and there is no other world punha punarvarsh ma padyate me again and again they fall into the trap of life and death so he is saying there is a world beyond death but people who are ignorant mudham whose minds cling to worldly pleasures cannot see this thinking that there exists only this world which is full of material wealth relations food and drink and so on and think that there is no other world that is invisible that person falls again and again into my power into the unending cycles of life death and suffering thousands and lakhs of people live thinking like this but a few among those like you nachiketa are able to feel the invisible world and a wise enough to pursue it and finally become the knower of self shravanaya pi bahubhiryo na labhyah shrinvanto api bahavoyam na vidyuh ascharyo vakta kushlo asya labdha ascharyo gyata kushlanu shishtah So in this shlok as you can see the first line shravana yapi it means uh, it talks about hearing it cannot be heard by many people bahubhiryo cannot be attained na labhyaha and in the third and the fourth line ascharyo vakta kushlo asya labdha you need a teacher who is skillful kushulasya you need a student who is skillful to understand also kushalanu shishtaha so the detail meaning of this shloka is yamaraj is explaining that the hidden depths of our own soul is a mystery to many of us the nature of this self or this soul is very subtle it is difficult to hear it shravana yapi and even if you are able to hear it's difficult to comprehend it na labhyah it is very rare and wondrous to find a teacher who can teach about self and a student who is skillful enough to understand it both are difficult to find the teacher and the student who can under- understand this hidden self shlok 8 and 9 in these two shlokas yamaraj is delighted to have nachiketa as a student and he again emphasizes the point that the knowledge of self is not easy to teach or even understand nanarena varena prokt esha सुविज्ञेयो बहुदा चिंत्यमानः अनन्य प्रोक्ते गतिरत्र नास्ति अणियानि अतर्क्यम अणु प्रमाणात
this self if taught by an inferior man narena varena that means an inferior man cannot be understood here inferior man means a person who is seeped in worldly pleasures who cannot see or feel the deeper and subtle self inside him how can such a person teach about self when he himself have not realized the self the brahman this self or brahman is thought of and assumed in many forms if you see the line number 2 bahuda chintya manaha it means it has been thought of in many various forms you cannot comprehend it unless the self or this brahman is taught by a teacher who has become one with brahman who can feel the oneness in everything who doesn't see any duality only then can you understand this why because this self inside you is beyond senses beyond the limitations of mind नैशातर्केण मतिरापनेया प्रोक्तानिये नैव्यसुग्यानाय प्रेष्ट याम त्वमापह सत्यधृतेर्बतासि त्वाद्रिंगम नो भूयान नचिकेतः प्रष्टा सो इन दिस श्लोक यमराज इज अगेन टेलिंग नचिकेता that this self cannot be learned by reading or reasoning or logic in line number 1 you can see tarkena that means logic yamraj is very happy to find an inquirer like nachiketa and he addresses him as preshta in line number 2 and in this verse Yamraj is appreciating Nachiketa for his determination and faith in seeking the answers. This higher knowledge of self is beyond the realms of our mind. But you, O Nachiketa, have held fast to the path of Shreyas, wisdom. May we get more such wise seekers like you. shlok number 10 now this shlok is a controversial shlok a very difficult shlok to understand i will try to tell you the meanings of each and every word here so that you can interpret in your own way also janami aham shev dhiritya nityam nahi adhruvaih prapyate hi dhruvam tat तथो मैया नाचिकेतावर्ड्सिंग वर्ल्डली प्लेजर iti iti meaning this fact anityam means perishable something which is not eternal which will die so i know all these worldly pleasures are perishable in the second line you can see dhruvam tat tat means that dhruvam means permanent reality so that permanent reality cannot be attained प्राप्यते means impermanent. So that permanent reality cannot be attained by impermanent things. ततो मया नाचिकेतासिफिशियल फायर ऑफ नचिकेता नचिकेताग्नि it was performed by me by me maya means by me anityai dravyeh praptvanasmi nityam praptvanasmi means 
by doing that i have achieved praptavanasmi means i have achieved by sacrificing the perishable things anitya dravyaiha by sacrificing the perishable things impermanent things i have achieved praptavanasmi nityam nityam means the permanent reality i have achieved the permanent reality so now going to the detailed meaning of this shlok now as i told you earlier there are some controversies around this shlok some say it was uttered by nachiketa and some say it was said by yamaraj various scholars have translated this words in different meanings so let's stick to what adi shankaracharya said according to him this was spoken by yamaraj in which he says that i know all the treasures of this world including your wealth your success the fruits of your action in this world everything is perishable it will finish one day so obviously such short lived things adruvay of this world cannot lead to the supreme dhamma dhruvam the permanent reality everything here in this world including your body your mind your intellect are non eternal they cannot take you to the supreme reality of brahman then yamaraj emphasizes even i have reached this everlasting state only by lighting the nachiketa's sacrificial fire wherein i sacrificed all the impermanent things and became one with the supreme brahm shlok number 11 kamasyaptim jagatah pratishtham kratorananteyam bhayasya param stom mahad urugayam pratishtham drishtava धृत्याधीरो इन द फर्स्ट लाइन काम स्याप्तिम दिस मीन्स द एंड ऑफ डिजायर वेर ऑल डिजायर्स आर फुलफिल्ड एंड यू आर लेफ्ट विथ नो मोर डिजायर्स जगत प्रतिष्ठाम दिस मीन्स द एक्जिस्टेंस of this world the foundation of existence of this world in the second line kratur anantiyam abhyasya these are three words joined as one anantiyam means infinite abhasya means fearlessness without fear param means the other shore the other part stoma mahad means praiseworthy great urugayam in the third line urugayam means the vastness the expanse pratishtham again the foundation of existence drishtava means you can see in the last line dhritya dhiro dhritya means patience dhiro wherever this word comes dhiro it will be repeated multiple times in the subsequent verses also so dhiro means intelligence or wise wisdom nachiketo tyastrakshih tyastrakshih means renouncing or rejecting so let's come to the meaning of this verse here Ram- yamaraj is impressed with nachiketa's greatness and he praises him he says o nachiketa you have seen the end of desire kamasya aptim or hiranya garbah you have seen pratishtham the existence the foundation of existence of universe you have seen the infinite anantiyam the param the other shore you have seen the utmost limit of fearlessness abhyasya and you have seen the vastness around and having seen all these and the worldly pleasures 
you with your patience and wisdom renounced everything else you are indeed praiseworthy श्लोक नंबर ट्वेल्व तम दुर्दर्शम गूढ़ अनुप्रविष्टम गुहात गहवरेष्ठ पुराण अध्यात्मयोगाधिगमेन दीरो हर्ष शोकौ जहाती सो लेट्स फर्स्ट डिस्कस द मीनिंग्स ऑफ इंडिविजुअल वर्ड्स हियर तम दुर्दर्शम मीन्स दैट विच इज डिफिकल्ट टू परसीव गूढ़म अनुप्रविष्टम इट इज सो सटिल एंड डीपली हिडन गुहातम हिडन इन साइड अ केव गहवरेष्टम मीन्स एक्सिस्टिंग इन बॉडी एंड माइंड पुराणम मीन्स द प्राइमल गॉड द क्रिएटर द सुप्रीम अध्यात्म योगाधिगमेन मीन्स फोकसिंग द माइंड अपॉन दिस आत्मा देवम मीन्स आत्मा द सेल्फ द भ्रम matva meditating dhiro means a wise person harsh shokau joys and sorrow jahati leaves behind it goes away so in this verse which is spoken by yamraj he says that it is difficult to see this primal god or the supreme self or brahma because he is deeply hidden inside the cave of our mind it is only by contemplation or meditation that is adhyatma yoga adhigamen that you can reach him and once this supreme self which is hidden in the depths of mind is reached by a wise person he is free from joys and sorrows so Yamraj here is telling Nachiketa that when the supreme self which is inside us only it is reached by anyone that person becomes joyful so my question here is when the supreme self which is inside us why do we see it is hidden maybe because we haven't felt this divine being or brahma inside us he cannot be seen because he is the one who is seeing through our eyes he cannot be thought of because he is thinking through our minds he is everything and everywhere then how do we reach this mysterious divine being inside us deep meditation is the only answer to that have you ever wondered why all our senses are directed outwards for example our eyes are directed outwards we can see everything around us or outside of us but those very eyes are useless if you want to have a look inside us so how can we see inside us again deep meditation is the only way we do not have any senses that can look inside us it's by meditation repeated meditation that we can go behind our senses and deep into our mind where the brahman resides and some day we might understand that the seeker that is us and the sort supreme self or the god of gods are the same he and i we are same each one of us is like a drop in the ocean and we are looking for that ocean while living amidst it it is difficult thus to understand how to reach him yamraj also does not explain this because it cannot be explained in words it is beyond our thoughts and emotions but probably these verses can help us please read listen to these verses and most importantly meditate upon them i am sure some day you are going to have a fleeting glimpse of that eternal brahma 
in one of your meditative sessions. Shlok number 13 and 14 Etad shrutva samparigriya maltiya pravrahya dharmya manumetam apya samodate modaniyam hi labdva vivritam sadma nachiket sammanye अन्यत्र धर्माद अन्यत्र अधर्माद अन्यत्र आस्माद कृता कृतात् अन्यत्र भूताश्च भव्याश्च यत् तत् पश्यसी तद्वद् नाउ लेट्स गेट डाउन टू द मीनिंग्स इन दीस टू वर्सेस इन द वर्स नंबर 13 एतत् श्रुत्वा दिस मींस listening to this samparigriya means comprehending or understanding martya means a mortal a human being pravriya means separating after understanding you separate dharmyam anum etam apya this entire word is made up of four words dharmyam anum etam apya this means separating the essence dharmyam means essence which is so subtle like anu anum etam apya and you have attained it apya means having it attained it sa modate modaniyam modate means that person rejoices having attained labdva labdva means having attained having got the source of joy that is modaniyam vivritam sadmanachiketasam manne manne means i think i consider that nachiketa for nachiketa sadma that is the experience of brahma or the abode of brahma is wide open vivritam vivritam means wide open Okay so in this shlok this is spoken by Yamraj and he says O Nachiketa after hearing and comprehending what i taught if a mortal could pull out the real meaning the essence separating the permanent from impermanent wisdom from delusion real from unreal mayavi world and reach the hidden self that is brahma he will then be joyful ever after to have attained this source of joy i know unachiketa that the door to such an experience is wide open to you to put it briefly yamraj tells nachiketa that you are worthy of reaching brahm you are worthy of that enlightenment In the earlier shlokas of section 1 Yamraj has already explained how we can prepare and make ourselves spiritually fit just like Nachiketa so as to be ready to undertake this journey of finding the supreme self In shlok number 14 let's start from the last line Tadvad you tell me yat tat pashyasi what do you see pashyasi means see now come to the first line anyatra dharmad beyond or different from dharm and adharm from right and wrong dharmad anyatra adharmad what do you see beyond actions and the result of these actions anyatra asmat krita kritat what you see beyond bhutach bhutach means past and future bhavyash means future so now this verse you can understand now this verse is spoken by nachiketa where he is asking yamraj to tell him more about brahm he says please tell me please tell me that which you see beyond right and wrong beyond cause and effect beyond past and future 
Nachiketa wants to know about the eternal. Now what is this eternal? It is neither the past nor the present, but eternal means now. Nachiketa is asking Yamaraj about the supreme self, that reality which is free from the rules of dharma and adharma, that is free from the rules of rights and wrongs. That reality which is free from the actions and the results and which is not bound by time and space. So Nachiketa wants to know this reality, this supreme Brahm, which is completely boundless. Shlok 15-17 So in the following three shlokas, Yamaraj talks about the mystic word Om. Now, Om is considered the Pranav. It is charged with the significance of the entire universe. It is considered to represent the essence of the Vedas. Sarve Veda Yat Padam Amananti Tapamsi Sarvani Cha Yat Vadanti Yad Ichanto Brahmacharyam Charanti Tat te padam samgrahena bravimi om iti etat etad hi evaksharam brahm etad hi evaksharam param etad hi evaksharam yatva yo yad ichati tasitat etad alambanam shrestham etad alambanam param Etad alambanam gyatva brahmaloke mahiyate. So uh, let's talk about verse number 15 first. Sarve Veda means all the Vedas. Yat Padam means the goal. Amananti means declare. Sarvani Tapamsi means all the Tapasya, the tap, the discipline, the rituals, the fast. Yat ichanto, whatever you desire. Brahmacharyam, the life of discipline. Brahmacharya. Charanti means practice. Hena bravimi. Bravimi means I tell. Sam grahena, briefly. That is Om, Om Iti Etad. So in verse number 15, Yamaraj is telling Nachiketa, the goal which all the Vedas talk about, that which all the tapasya or self-discipline leads to, and also that which a brahmachari or a religious person wishes to attain, that very secret I will tell you in brief. That is Om. Whatever one is in search of is Om. The verse number 11 uh, in the chapter 8 of Gita has been inspired from this very verse. Now coming to verse number 16. Here Etad means this. Ivaksharam means the word. Jatva means one who knows. Yo yat ichati tasyatat means whatever one desires. Ichati means desires that will be his. Tasyatat. So in this verse number 16, Yamraj is continuing to talk about this word Om. He says, this word Om is Brahma, Supreme Self. This word is Param, the highest self. Knowing this word, whatever one wishes or desires will be his. Meditating on this word Om will lead one to Brahman. Meditation on Om will fulfill all the desires one has. In Shlok number 17, Alambanam means the support, the means, the way. Sreshtam means the best. 
and the last word here mahiyate means great so he says yamraj says that this support of om is the best it is the highest and knowing this word and by meditating on it one becomes great in the world of brahma this word om is the path to reach this atma to reach brahma shlok number 18 and 19 na jayate mriyate va vipaschin nayam kutaschin na bhavuva kashchit अजो नित्य शाश्वत पुराणो न हन्यते हन्यमाने शरीरे हंता चेन मन्यते हंतुम हतश्चेन मन्यते हतम उभौत न विज्ञानितो नायम हंती न हन्यते सो दीज टू वर्सेस आर आल्सो फाउंड इन भगवद गीता you can refer chapter 2 of bhagavad gita where verses 19 and 20 are similar to these ones so in the following two verses yamraj is explaining the essence the reality of this atma this self read verse number 18 na jayate mriyate va vipaschin this means the self or this atma is neither born nor does it die it originates from nothing and nothing originates from it nayam kutashin na bhavuva kashit it is unborn ajo it is eternal nitya and it never decays shashvato yam and it is ancient purano it is not killed when the body gets killed na hanyate hanne mane sharire this self which yamraj is referring to is the inner reality of each individual this reality or this atma is changeless and without a cause there is no reason why the atma is like it is when this atma stops identifying itself with the name all this body mind complex and comes to know itself as an eternal spirit that is brahma then it attains self realization it gets liberated once it understands that it is the same as eternal spirit it has no separate identity coming to words number 19 where the word hanta hantum hatash hatam all these words mean killing or be killed it says that if one thinks that he is killing someone or the other thinks that he is being killed both of them do not understand the reality of this atma because this atma can neither kill nor it be killed so here yamraj has partly answered nachiketa's question about the mystery of death this self this atma is unborn and eternal it is not bound by the shackles of birth decay and death श्लोक नंबर ट्वेंटीयान महत महियान आत्मा से जंतोर्निहित गुहायाम तमकृत पश्यती वीत शोक धातु प्रसादान महिमान आत्मन नौ this shlok is again spoken by yamraj he is explaining the essence of atma self he says this atma is smaller than the small 
अनोर अणियान एंड ग्रेटर देन द ग्रेट महतो महियान एंड दिस आत्मा सेल्फ रिजाइड्स निहितो निहितो मीन्स रिजाइड्स इन दी हार्ट गुहायम ऑफ एवरी क्रीचर जंतोर मीन्स क्रीचर वन हु इज फ्री फ्रॉम डिजायर आकृत तम आकृत मीन्स वन हु इज फ्री फ्रॉम डिजायर वन हु इज वर्किंग विदाउट द एक्सपेक्टेशन ऑफ रिजल्ट कैन सी एंड रियलाइज दिस आत्मा एंड बिकम फ्री फ्रॉम सॉरो It is only through the grace of God or through peaceful mind that one can see the greatness of atma. Now there is a controversy in the meaning in the last line dhatu prasadan. Some say that dhatu means creator and prasada means the grace of the creator. but some say it means the silence of the mind silence of the senses so we have included both the meanings here that it is only through the grace of god and through peaceful mind that one can see the greatness of atma so this is a very beautiful shlok where it talks about atma in a way ki it is so so small at the same time it is so vast it's both it's limitless when we silence our mind and our senses and forget the existence of everything outside ourselves and ourselves too it is then that we can see the essence of this atma in fact this shlok gave me an inspiration of a different way of meditating this is from my own personal experience i would love to share that with you just close your eyes and visualize all the millions of dynamic cells inside your body just visualize what is happening inside each cell you can even see a video on youtube to help you grasp how a biological cell works feel its mesmerizing active living state and then suddenly shift your focus to the vast brahmand or this universe visualize that vastness the endless space in the universe enjoy this vastness after a while again shift your focus back to the cell you can even visualize an atom instead of a cell if you want to keep on oscillating between this microscopic cell and this limitless universe and while you are moving between these two opposite entities at some point during the deep meditation you will feel a sudden spark when both of these contrasting entities microcosm and macrocosm will meet in your mind and you will feel so so blissful at that moment the feeling that feeling is indescribable this is just from my personal experience there are many various ways of meditation and i'm sure you all are aware of those different ways of meditation shlok number 21 asino duram rajati shayano yati sarvatah kastam madamadam devam madanyo gyatum arhati Asino means sitting. Duram vrajati meaning it moves far. Duram means far. Shayano means lying down or sleeping. It goes everywhere. Sarvatah means everywhere. Kastam means who? Madanyo 
अपार्ट फ्रॉम मी इज वर्दी अरहती मीन्स वर्दी ऑफ नोइंग या तुम मीन्स नोइंग दिस गॉड दिस सुप्रीम देवम इज बोथ जॉयलेस एंड जॉयफुल मदा मदम सो हियर यमराज हैज ऑलरेडी डिस्क्राइब्ड हाउ दिस सुप्रीम आत्मा which is smaller than the small and greater than the great is eternal is never born and cannot ever be killed but it is kind of a struggle to describe this atma this supreme thus yamraj here is using contradictory examples to explain this he says that the supreme brahma or the atma while sitting can travel far while lying down it can go everywhere who else apart from me knows best about that supreme who is both joyful and joyless now you must be wondering why yamraj is describing the supreme through such opposite statements such contradictory statements it is because a supreme cannot be thought of or even spoken of in words this concept of brahma or supreme is far beyond the limitations of human mind and senses without moving it can travel fast faster than light faster than mind it is within and without supreme brahma is both the peaceful constant and also the active energy it is an enigma whose description cannot be limited into words shlok number 22 a shariram shareeshu anavastheshva avasthitam महातम विभु आत्मावाधीरो न सोचती हियर अशरीर मीन्स बॉडीलेस शरीरेशु मीन्स अमंग दि बॉडीज अनवस्थेश्व मीन्स टेम्प्ररी और ट्रांजिएंट अवस्थितम इज पर्मनेंट महातम मीन्स ग्रेट विभुम मीन्स one which is present everywhere matva means meditation dhiro a wise person na sochati sochati means grief sorrow so na sochati means without grief and sorrow so again this shlok is spoken by yamraj where he is explaining the qualities of the supreme self he says the wise man who is meditating upon the self knows that this self or this atma is not just inside him but is everywhere this atma is bodiless among bodies a shariram shareeshu this atma is present in all the bodies but remains unchanged and unaffected by anything it is the only permanent thing in this illusionary world where everything else dies one day anavastheshva avasthitam such a man who can understand this real nature of atma becomes free from fear and pain and attains the blissful joy param anand but this cannot be attained only by thinking this state of bliss can only be reached by regular and deep meditation shlok number 23 
नायमात्मा प्रवचने लभ्यो न मेधया न बहुना श्रुतेन यमे वैश वृणुते तेन लभ्य तस्श आत्मा वृणुते तनूं स्वाम नायम आत्मा मीन्स दिस आत्मा कैन नॉट बी अटेन्ड न लभ्यो लभ्यो मीन्स अटेन्ड बाय एनी लेक्चर प्रवचन और इट कैन नॉट बी अटेन्ड इवन बाय इंटेलेक्ट न मेधया मेधया मीन्स इंटेलेक्ट न बहुना श्रुतेन नॉट इवन बाय लिसनिंग इट कैन ओनली बी अटेन्ड तेन लभ्य बाय द वन हुम द सुप्रीम सेल्फ चूजेस चूजेस मीन्स वृणुते एंड इन द लास्ट लाइन विवृणुते तनूम स्वाम विवृणुते मीन्स द सेल्फ रिवील्स इट्स ओन नेचर विवृणुते सो हियर यमराज इज टेलिंग Nachiketa about how this supreme self can be attained and it is not in our hands we have already talked before in previous verses that how the supreme self or this atma is beyond the powers of our limited mind and this verse is a very famous one that says that neither can this supreme self be attained by lectures not by intellect and not even by listening if god chooses you may know otherwise not we through meditation and self discipline can only make ourselves ready to receive such a blessing we can only bow and surrender to the supreme self it is not for us to choose if the supreme wants us to attain this enlightenment we will he is the one who chooses our karma is only to meditate upon this atma selflessly and with complete surrender rest is god's doing he alone decides but didn't we say that this atma inside us is everything this atma is the supreme self so basically this verse means that atma chooses atma thus to only that fortunate person that lucky person who is able to lose his complete identity and dissolve himself wholly in this atma inside him only to such a one this atma or supreme self is revealed he is the one who is able to see what his mind or intellect or senses could never have ever comprehended shlok number 24 and 25 विरतो दुश्चरितान्नाशातो नाशात मानसो वापी प्रज्ञानुयात्र उभेदन मृत्युर्यसेचनम कैद यस्ट talk about the meanings of the verse 24 here duscharitan means bad character na shanto means whose mind is not calm na samahitaha means who is not able to concentrate na shanta manaso who is not able to control his mind Pragyanen means knowledge. Apnuyat means attaining, reaching that. So here, Yamaraj is 
telling Nachiketa that a person who is evil, who is not calm and composed, whose mind is unable to concentrate, that person, even if he has the right knowledge, will not be able to see and feel this Atma. So even right knowledge, Pragya, cannot lead you to the Supreme if you are not moral and ethical. So this verse mentions the moral requisites needed before one embarks on the spiritual journey of Atma. Simply put, if we wish to attain the spiritual, we cannot bypass the ethical. So in shloka number 25, you can see Yase Brahma Cha Kshatram. Brahma here means priest, Brahmins. And Kshatram means nobility, kings. Ubhe means both, both the priests and the kings. Bhavata, become, food. Odanaha means food. Mrityur means mrityu, death. And up. Sejanam means sauce or the curry. Okay, so this shlok is uh, a very different kind of a shlok. Let me tell you the meaning. So here, Yamraj is saying, for the Supreme Self, for this Brahma, for this Atma, even the knowledgeable priests and the kings signifying greatness and nobility even such people and all of us are like food and death is like the curry a side dish a sauce uh, probably basically all the creation of this cosmos including us are like the toys of supreme self so this particular verse has been inspired by Rig Veda, one of the suktas of Rig Veda. I'll just, I'm sure you have heard of this, um, of these, um, of this creation hymn of Rig Veda. So let me just say a few lines from this Rig Veda sukta. Srishti se pehle sat nahi tha, asat bhi nahi tha. अंतरिक्ष भी नहीं आकाश भी नहीं था छिपा था क्या कहां किसने ढका था उस पल तो अगम अतल जल भी कहां था नहीं थी मृत्यु अमृत भी नहीं था नहीं था दिन रात भी नहीं हवा भी नहीं वह था हिरण्य गर्भ सृष्टि से पहले विद्यमान वह तो सारे भूत जात का स्वामी महान सो दीज आर अ फ्यू लाइन्स फ्रॉम द क्रिएशन हेम और नासदीय सूखता ऑफ ऋग्वेदा विच इज सेंग द सेम थिंग द श्लोक नंबर ट्वेंटी फाइव इज सेंग that the supreme self is omnipresent it is present everywhere space and time have no meaning where this supreme self this atma is concerned we do not know when this creation has arisen or even whether supreme self is founded or not he alone knows or perhaps he knows not नमस्कार आज मैं कठो उपनिषद के प्रथम अध्याय के दूसरे वल्ली के श्लोकों के बारे में संक्षेप में बताऊंगी। इसमें यमराज नचिकेता को यह बता रहे हैं कि ब्रह्म ज्ञान प्राप्त करने के लिए किस प्रकार अपने को तैयार करना है हमारे जीवन में हर पल दो विकल्प होते हैं एक प्रेय और दूसरा श्रेय 
कोई मार्ग हमारे लिए प्रेय हो सकता है परंतु आवश्यक नहीं कि वह श्रेय भी हो बुद्धिमान व्यक्ति अपनी बुद्धि एवं विवेक से श्रेय मार्ग का चयन करता है जिस प्रकार नचिकेता ने सांसारिक प्रलोभनों को ठुकराकर आत्मज्ञान के मार्ग पर चलने का दृढ़ निश्चय किया यमराज कहते हैं कि ब्रह्म विद्या के लिए शिष्य और गुरु दोनों को ही अनुकूल होना चाहिए यह आत्मज्ञान या ब्रह्म ज्ञान तर्क या बुद्धि मात्र से प्राप्त करना संभव नहीं है भ्रम को जानने के लिए ध्यान अति आवश्यक है हर्ष और शोक से परे जाने के उपरांत ही यह ज्ञान प्राप्त होता है ओम पर ध्यान लगाने से भ्रम ज्ञान का मार्ग आसान हो जाता है क्यों क्योंकि ओम ही सृष्टि का पहला स्वर माना जाता है ओम ही भ्रम है इसके उपरांत आगे के श्लोकों में आत्मा या ब्रह्म के गुणों का वर्णन किया गया है कहा गया है कि आत्मा न कभी पैदा होता है न ही उसकी कभी मृत्यु होती है वह शाश्वत है पुरातन है और उसके होने का कोई कारण नहीं होता शरीर की मृत्यु से आत्मा की मृत्यु भी नहीं होती भ्रम के स्वरूप का इस उपनिषद में बहुत ही सुंदर चित्रण किया गया है यह भ्रम यह आत्मा अणु यानी एटम से भी छोटा है और ब्रह्मांड से भी बड़ा है यह तो हर जंतु के हृदय में वास करता है अपने मन और इंद्रियों को शांत करके हम अपने अंदर छुपी हुई आत्मा का बोध कर पाएंगे जो आत्मा का ऐसा स्वरूप जान लेता है वह कभी भी शोक नहीं करता वह सुख और दुख के परे हो जाता है यह भ्रम ज्ञान प्रवचन सुनने से या बुद्धि के बल से प्राप्त करना असंभव है यह उसी को मिलता है जिसको परमात्मा चुनता है और इसी बात से मुझे एक शेर याद आया है सबकी नजरों में हो साकी ये जरूरी है मगर सबकी नजरों में हो साकी ये जरूरी है मगर सब पे साकी की नजर हो ये जरूरी तो नहीं आध्यात्मिक जीवन में प्रगति के लिए आवश्यक है कि सबसे पहले हमारा मन शांत हो विचार शुद्ध हो और आचरण नैतिक हो